It's time for Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industry's podcast. Industry Towers editorial staff leverages our extensive network of industry sources to provide thorough reporting, pinpoint trends, and arm you with the knowledge needed to thrive in your career. And here's your host, Inside Towers managing editor, Jim Fryer. And welcome to Tower Talks, the podcast of Inside Towers. Like the man said, I'm Jim Fryer, Managing Editor. Today we're coming to you from the University of Maryland, where there was a conference called Wireless Connect, full of uh, some interesting people and interesting topics. And we managed to pull a few aside to talk to them. One of them, Alex Gelman, Jennifer Fritchie, Jonathan Adelstein, names that you probably all know and need no introduction. Lucky to get them for a few minutes, so... Listen to all three podcasts, if you will, and uh, hear what they had to say. I was with Inside Towers Washington Bureau Chief Leslie Stimson as well, helped uh, help conduct the interviews. So with this one, uh, we're kicking off. This is with Jennifer Fritchie, who is the Senior Analyst at Wells Fargo Securities. We are here at Wireless Connect down in the campus of University of Maryland, and we are talking with Jennifer Fritchie, the Senior Analyst of Wells Fargo Securities. Jennifer, welcome. Thanks, Jim. Uh, we just heard you talk just a little bit ago about 5G. Seems like you have a healthy skepticism about 5G. Yeah, I think that's the way to say it. I mean, we believe that 5G certainly will happen, but it seems, especially coming off Barcelona's Mobile World Congress this year, the hype is definitely um, more than the reality at this point, which is not a surprise because the standard is not yet set. And you have a, a something coming up called... Uh, 5G, where's the beef? Yes. Our conference is called 5G, where's the beef? That's in June in New York City. And that that title is very purposeful because it does seem like there's more talk and hype than reality, as mentioned at this point. Given that people know what where's the beef means. <laughs> yes. We might. I'm not sure everyone age. does. Yes. <laughs> when do you think 5G will live up to the hype? On the panel, you were saying it's a big lift now for consumers, but when do you think it'll really be? Yeah, I mean, I think from, you know, from my seat, we really look for revenue drivers, and I don't see that, I mean, optimistically seeing it hit the revenue for the carriers until at earliest 2021. You know, it's now live. Verizon yesterday went two cities, my one being my own, um, with 5G, but it's not a standardized 5G. So it all can change. So I really think it's hopeful to think anything happens before the next 24 months. And your view of the macro, it's still strong? Macro is very strong. You know, we channel checks. Um, AT&T certainly has lifted in the first quarter. I think they've... um, offset any maybe slowdown we've seen of T-Mobile. There's been some chit-chat that T-Mobile's capacity build-out has slowed. I think that makes sense and not surprising given as we enter the approaching final weeks of whether this is a go or no-go merger with Sprint. I mean, Verizon has been, as I always call them, the tortoise in the race, by no means slow, but incredibly consistent in their network spend. Right, and the big three? The big three. Um, they've had a terrific run in the stock price. Anyone who's owned American Tower since January 1st is a happy lady or man. Um, but it, it feels like even with a looming merger and their customer base going from four customers to three, the stocks have acted incredibly well. And as I mentioned on the panel, they're very firmly planted in the 5G con- uh, conversation. I think that fi- you know towers are going nowhere in 5G. If anything, their importance is only 
growing taller, pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) And and I think, as you've noted, that with the financing that Vertical Bridge recently got, that that's indicative of trend toward more pension investment type of funds getting involved? Yeah. Yesterday, Vertical Bridge sold 30% of their company. Financial terms were not disclosed, but it, it was additive. So shareholders weren't coming out. And that was more of a permanent source of capital, which is very positive because these these investors, pension and sovereign wealth funds like that came into Vertical Bridge have, you know, $300 billion in assets and have very, very long time horizons, really multiple years. So if you're Alex or Mark Yanzi, that's a great, or, you know, Bob Page, that's a great place to be because it allows you to grow and scale without the urgency of a fund that might be investing in you running out. Uh, you know, private equity funds are great, but they all have lives. So to have a more permanent capital base is nothing but a good thing. Okay. Terrific. Jennifer, glad to catch you for a few minutes in your busy schedule. So uh, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Tower Talks. To subscribe to our podcast, our daily newsletter, or use our other industry resources, please visit InsideTowers.com. Until next time, you've been listening to Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast.